told you I won't be denied. As you wrap up your day, it's time to get your fix of the teams you live for and the sports you love. This is JJ and Alex, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hey, everybody, welcome on in. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Happy Friday to you. You made it to the weekend. Albeit, it might have been a short, it might have been a short uh, week for some of us. But you know what? It felt long. So <laughs> great to work with you, JJ. If you like us, all the crap you had to deal with during your four-day week, more than made up for it. It's just you. life. No big deal. That's. I will say this. We're all in it together. Yesterday, when you jinxed the Jazz with a guarantee win. How about that? <laughs> I am an idiot. Oh, come on. It wasn't a guarantee. I take Well, actually, you know what? Everyone should be thanking me. Why is that? Because the Jazz need to lose games. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that's your little that's your little John. Hold on, I got to hear it again. Hold on, I got to hear the the little John. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> When I said that yesterday, I, saw, I thought it sounded good. I was like, "Man, my little, my li- my sorry, my, my little John my little impression John. was pretty solid." Then I hear that, I'm like, "Boy, that's terrible." You sound Remind like, me never to do that sound, again. We're watching baseball. You could have rung somebody up with that. Okay, yeah. he's gone. He's out of here. Oh, come on! That helped my self-esteem. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, listen, you guaranteed a win for the Jazz last night. And I then, did, uh, and then here we are. I look. I believed it. Now there is something. <laughs> I tend to believe you when you You've say stuff. You've known me for how long? Come on. You know every prediction I make is wrong. I tend to believe you. Well, I think we all saw it, and just on paper, you go, "Well, the, the Hornets." When somebody goes, "Well, they're playing some pretty good basketball right now," I'm like, "Wow, they got yeah, they're a three game win streak, and they got that got them to to 16 wins." I didn't even think about it. This is stupid on my part, but they finally got rid of that deadbeat Gordon Hayward, that <laughs> locker room cancer. <laughs> oh boy. And of course they're going to start winning. Suddenly games. the chemistry just they started to <clears throat> gel as a team. Although it's him who wears all the hair product. He's got plenty of gel. That his wife forced on him. It's fine. Bringing Listen, all his gel with him to we got, uh, Oklahoma City. Is that where he's at? For right. now. We will do this. We got to actually start the show. But it was quite an interesting game last night. I heard the starting lineup and I heard Locke say, "Hey, guess who's the starting lineup?" and kind of roll out the news before you know, the starting lineups actually were announced. And that did make me go, huh, well, maybe they know something about this that I don't know. No, they know the exact same thing that we do. They know where they stand. Yeah. Let's start off the show. Our program is brought to you by G2G Bars. All natural ingredients, no preservatives. The G2G Bar is perfect for anybody who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. You can find them at Costco, Holiday Oil, Maverick, all in the refrigerated section. Uh, grocery stores popping up there, too. It's Sam's, Associated Foods, like I said. Uh, I saw them at the... Uh, I saw him at Smith by my house. Right, all over the place. Go check him out. Go taste him for yourself. Uh, let's kick the show off as we always do. It is the cut right here. Let's do it. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made the cut with JJ and Alex on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. So I get home last night and my phone still had the hits from the 2000s stuff that we were looking up. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun, by the way. It was amazing. It was fun last night, too, at the game. I want to go back. I didn't get to see the alt broadcast with uh, with the with, with the with the former jazz men. I wanted to hear Mehmet, and I wanted to hear D-Will, and I wanted to hear AK. 
Uh, wait, who was the fourth one again? I keep forgetting who the fourth one was. Did I say them all? Memo. No, Memo, I said. Meaning. Who, who am I? Oh, Booz. Yeah, no, Booz. Always say? Boozer's always here. Boozer's always there. So uh, I will say it was a fun night to be able to see all those guys. And I do wonder, though, when I heard the starting lineup, when Taylor Hendricks was rolled out as going to be starting, not just starting the game, but starting in place of Walker Kessler, I went, okay, what's going on here? And then as soon as things started to kind of look, when it was close, I thought, this is why they're doing this. Because Taylor Hendricks, right now, is not ready to be a starter in the in the NBA. He's not ready to be a starter. But he started last night. and well, It's all relative, right? Well, you tell me. Do, the do, Jazz are ready for him to be a starter because they've got to evaluate what I they get have it. here. I get it. It's always hard, though, when there are guys who are healthy, who are sitting on the bench, that you know should be starting in place of the guy who's starting, even when it's a promising rookie. So, JJ, sell me on Taylor Hendricks. I don't I'm I'm not against that kid at all. I want him to do well. But sell me on what his what the benefit of him is right now on the floor. Tell me what it is that, that the Jazz have loved about him and that we will love about him eventually as a player for this Jazz team. Athleticism, his length, uh his I think ability to do a number of things well, but obviously that's going to have to develop over time. But you start with the stuff that you can't teach, right? Just physically gifted. Being talented, yes. And you saw his rise from a player at UCF last year who was not even on anyone's radar and so all of a sudden becoming a lottery pick. Because everybody's seeing the same thing with his athleticism, his length, uh, what, he could, what he can do as an NBA player potentially. Certainly is a potential play, right? But you're starting to see what he could do last night. 12 points, 9 rebounds. Okay, there now, you go. Now, it shows zero blocks, but there was a lot. There was there was one play in particular when he challenged Miles Bridges at the rim. The ball somehow went in, but he was he was he was making an effort and he was showing you what he can do as a rim protector at as at his position. Now, what position is he? I don't know yet. I was going to say, I don't he know started yet. for Walker Kessler. But he is also five inches shorter than Walker Kessler. Well, they went small last night. Yes. John Collins was essentially their five, right? If which he's th- been a couple times, right? Which he's to- actually, that's probably John Collins' natural position. He's just undersized. So they went small last night. It didn't work out well because of two things. One, they shot poorly from the three-point line. Nine of 39, 23%. Not going to get it done. And the turnover battle, 19-9. to They had 10 more turnovers than the Hornets. That's why they lost. It wasn't because the lineup doesn't work or the young guys were playing. They didn't shoot the ball well from three. Taylor Hendricks was one of five. That's a problem. But you can also see his ability to shoot the three-point yeah, shot. Yeah, sure. That that's something that can come along. That's the best I can answer your question right now because I still think we want to see more and we don't know. Until we see it. And so, that's what we're going through right now. That's what the next 25 games left in the season are for, is to see him develop with those NBA minutes. So what you're saying is it's complicated. At, at it's a very... This moment right now, it's it is very, complicated. It's a complicated answer. And, and I get it. But I will say this. Who's had the advantage of being able to play a ton this year, his rookie season? 
and think about how far he's come just in the in the amount of time. I don't know how many games that uh, that Keontae George has actually started. I mean, that's obviously a number that's just. I I was looking uh, actually at everybody else's stats when it came to that, but Taylor Hendricks, in terms of games started for the Jazz this year. I think that we also know that they went real early to say, we are going to develop this guy. We're going to make sure that we get this guy going. He has he had potential off the off the very bat. We saw exactly what they wanted to do with this guy. And then what did we see? Well, we want to be more of a leader. We want to be more of a leader. We're going to develop him into a leader. How many starts? 20. 20 for starts Keontae this George. year for Keontae George. One for Taylor Hendricks. Okay? Correct. So... If there's anybody wondering out there, like, why aren't we seeing something special out of this guy? He's the number nine. He's the ninth pick overall. And I know it's fun to look across and say, oh, yeah, look at all these other rookies who are doing a lot of things. Taylor Hendricks, if you'll recall, was set back a little bit by some injuries, and he wasn't able to perf- he wasn't able to do everything else that everybody was during camp, and that sets you back. But they're also they also knew, hey, this is a guy we want to see in the G League. He's out. He, by the way, he's – He's too good for the G League, right? Taylor yeah, Hendricks he's is, yeah, he's, he's in too, that. He's he he dominated the G League. He's too, he's in, in that in category a, in, the, in the in the way that he can dominate. No, yes. he, he did not go out and score thirty five points. No, a game. no, that's no. not what he meant by dominating, but physically dominated at his position in the matchups that he played in. Yeah, he played really well um, at the G League position. Let me let me defend him a little bit based on what he did last night. Okay. So he's a rookie making his first start. Probably yes. a little nervous. Mm-hmm. He was still five of nine. He went one of five from three. But he took five threes, though. Four for four right. on twos. I didn't okay? hate I didn't hate that he took the threes because that's going to be the thing that they likely are saying, this is where you can make an impact. It's a little yes. bit different than somebody else. We're not just asking you to be an athletic four or a, almost a stretch four, stretch five kind of guy. We're asking you to catch the ball quick and shoot threes because that's how we score and that's how we play Utah Jazz basketball. And we're going to ask you to do that even if you are the four or the five on the floor. Yeah. Do you love plus minus? Oh, I live and die by it. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but <laughs> I'll throw this your way. He was plus 10 last night on the floor. Hey, so if you said it was him who caused all this grief. And that starting unit, with the exception of Lowry Markinen, was all positive. And Lowry had to play 40 minutes probably. He played <laughs> 37. <laughs> he played 37 minutes. <laughs> right. Which, exactly. Uh, so – on the floor, Taylor Hendricks was a positive last night. So I thought he played well. Uh, would you want more out of him? I'm, of course, whatever. But you're starting to see that development. This is the only way you're going to find it. This is the only way you're going to discover it. It's the only way you're going to develop it is giving him minutes now. How long does he it take? How long does it take? Everybody's different, I know. But, yeah, I don't know. But how long? Because honestly. what do you, Okay, well, let me see. What do you expect from him? What do you want from him? What role do you want him to play? I want him to stay healthy. Okay. Okay. As that was the cheapest answer. I just, I love I just want him to stay healthy. I want him to stay healthy. I want him to enjoy himself. <laughs> I want him to have fun. We're out here to have fun, everybody. We are. I do want to see a guy who is more athletic and getting out and defending. I want to see somebody who gets out and defends. Think about putting a hand in a face. I know he's undersized, but he is for being under the hoop. But he's not undersized for putting a hand in the face in the corner for a corner three, right? Like that, he is, he, what did the Jazz, what did Will Hardy say they wanted to work on two days ago? The rest of the way, or at least what this week they were focusing on. Their defense, their Mm -hmm. defense is last or next to last in the league in a lot of categories, okay? Awful defense. 
they know that they can score. They know that they have the ability to score. They can score 140 points if they want to. Not like on any given night, like, oh, it's an automatic 140, but they do score 120 every night. They have the ability to score quickly. They do not have the ability to stop anybody right now, JJ, right? They Their can't stop anybody. defense is not good. That's the, the, this team is not good defensively. So they said we have our number one priority right now is defense because we know we can score on offense, so we have to buckle down on defense. Taylor Hendricks needs to be an elite defender. And when you're in the NBA, you're already being asked to do that. And in a time when points are coming at you at a rapid pace and teams are scoring at a ridiculous pace, a guy like Taylor Hendricks could be the difference between your point differential at the end of the year being slightly in the positive versus slightly in the negative. He really could make that difference. That's what I want to see from Taylor Hendricks is that because I know I love how athletic he is. It's the same thing we did with Keontae George. He keeps shoot, He kept shooting even when he stunk at the beginning. Yeah. Right? And even though there are nights that he stinks at shooting, and what do they say? Yeah, the shooting's going to come. Guess how it comes? You do it. So get Taylor Hendricks out on the floor, and it's a win-win. Here it is. You ready for this, JJ? Here's yeah. my here's my deep thought of the day. Deep thoughts <laughs> by Jack Handy. By Alex Curie. <laughs> it's not as funny as that. It's but full on. <laughs> that it's is a, an idea for a segment. Though. It's a win-win because the Jazz are going to lose lose <laughs> with this guy in the with this guy in the lineup. Yes, they are, and that's okay. And and and, and because he's Senior not ready. minutes too. Yes, that, I mean you're going to get development out of him. Thirteen minutes from Sensabaugh, he was in the rotation. You're a th- you're a first round draft pick. All three of you. And if we want to see those guys on the floor together all at the same time, here you in go. the future, then you've got to have it. You've got to have Is it. This going what on. you wanted. Here we yes. go. Uh, yeah. So t- Taylor Hendricks in averaging thirty minutes per game at the G League level, fourteen point eight points per game, uh, shot forty five percent from the field, thirty four percent from three, and he uh, rebounded a rate of. 4.9, which is five rebounds per game, essentially, right? And he mm-hmm. blocked 1.2 shots per game. As I said, he can he could provide some help protecting the rim with his size. Uh, I think he's already rebounding. He mentioned he's averaging five. Got nine last night in the in the G League. He had nine last night. That's what the Jazz need him to do at his position as well. And he's already showing that he has that NBA skill. It's so he's, hard. He's doing fine. It's hard to figure out that flow. When you're because if you're if you're playing the NBA game versus the college game, what is what is going on more in the NBA that happens way more than it does at the college level? The amount of switches, the amount of the amount of screens you're going to have to work through versus switch. There's a lot of hard stuff that you have to actually figure out that you didn't have to do in college, right? You just needed to be in front of somebody and you needed to make sure that you interrupted that shot. It's harder to do in the NBA when they're trying to pick you when they're trying to. Uh, throw that pick at you or chip you a little bit so that you can't get in somebody's face. That happened last night. Brandon Miller got way too many easy, yeah. clean looks at the at the rim last night. They, did, they did not defend the three-point line well. And it's been an issue all year for the Jazz. It continues to be an issue. All right. So I'm, I walked away from that one going, I know J.J. was dead wrong about the guarantee of them beating glad the I Glad the I Charlotte was. Hornets. And it's weird saying I'm glad they lost, but it's – like this is one of the games where they're okay. winning, and let me explain. How does to you a guy why. like how's a guy like Will Hardy marry that? In it's his hard. Head to have it I don't. Normal? I don't even. I can't imagine how difficult it is a coach, because well, I think here's the thing. I think the losses are just baked in, right? Because you've decided you're going to give Taylor Hendricks minutes, and you see in the NBA that there's just this paper thin difference between every team, 
And if you throw out some guys that aren't as as polished, they're going to get exposed. And, and the Hornets, as young as they are, were able to expose some of those things for the Jazz. It's really hard as a head coach. He understands what they're doing. I know that he's in sync with the front office staff. He's got a five-year contract. The, the Jazz, I think they've been – I noticed Ryan Smith did a podcast on the – with the Jazz, talking about how happy they are with Will Hardy. They are making sure that everybody understands they're very happy with Will Hardy How right long now. does that last? It, there's no reason why it would stop. Right. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, people get antsy and they like to point fingers. It gets fingers. antsy when this team's built to contend and they struggle. Okay, It's not currently built to contend. It's built to develop, and that is the charge of Will Hardy right now, which is why Bryce Sensabaugh's in the rotation – Taylor Hendricks is getting minutes, and Keontae George is the starting point guard. So that's where they're at. He's he's coaching to develop. Um, he's obviously going to try to win, but the, but it the losses are baked in because you're not going to win games with the players they lost at the deadline and what they're currently trying to do with your young players. The losses are baked in. So right now, the Jazz are trying to. I mean, let me sit. The Jazz are not trying. They're not to. trying. Hey, but here's you didn't hear the us lot. say that. <laughs> not allowed to make mention that somebody's One, trying to two, lose three, anything. Four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. Okay, the Jazz are currently the eleventh worst team in the league. They're only a half game ahead of the Bulls for twelfth worst. So they've got to keep losing to uh, step down the ladder. You got to get and past twelve. You got to be ten, and then you still have the threat of being jumped in the lottery and pushing you out, like the Mavericks almost were last year. So the Jazz, just honestly, if they want to keep that pick, they got to lose games. Yeah. It sucks, but they they've got a lot of losing left to do to do that because they're behind the eight ball because they're uh, one game ahead of the Hawks and Rockets for the uh, ninth and tenth spots. So there you go. All right, I don't hate all this. There was one moment last night that we need to bring up and mention. It was one of my favorite Jazz moments of the year. Oh, and it had nothing Why to do are we with waiting the this long. My goodness. Uh, Colin Sexton, okay, who came down the court, had a wide-open three, made the three, stood there at the top of the key and stared the rim down angrily and then flipped it off and shouted some expletives at the rim and then went back on his way. This was in-game? Oh, you're showing me the – are we allowed to – are we allowed to show that? Did you t- – okay. This is radio, Alex. I know, but I'm saying – uh, did you tweet that out? Did somebody else tweet I, that out? I, I, I'm sure somebody did. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not hey, doing it. Hey, Lloyd, it's just a news situation. Could he get fined for that? No. No. So, wait, during the game. Yeah. How did the three go down? I'm trying to figure I'm it, trying to remember it, it, if it went in cleanly and smoothly. Right. It was a great shot. So, it was him talking trash to the rim because the rim had been taking away some of those threes from him before. Correct. I don't hate it. How many of us who played basketball over the years? We're not. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. <laughs> I want to watch the actual moment here. We've all been angry. JJ's a JJ's a he's Colin a, Sexton. Colin Sexton is all of us. Yeah, that's right. So Keontae dishes it to him, and it does. Okay, and then <laughs> my favorite is is the TV broadcast had it they right on. They cut him. away. They cut away <laughs> as fast as you ever could because he goes. He did. He stared at the rim. He's flipping it off. And then he goes, blank and blank. <laughs> but, like, they didn't let him get to the second blank. <laughs> one of They're my like, favorite moments of the jazz season that no one's going to be talking about. Right. But we're going to talk about it here because. 
Yes. We have all been there before. Listen. All of you playing basketball. You cannot judge Colin Sexton because <laughs> we have all wanted to yell and scream at that rim that just won't let that ball go in. That but extra but tight, see, extra bouncy rim that you know just, how, won't, you know just how you, won't let it happen. You know how you get away with that? You come back from a break and go, throw Bailey here during our broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he apologizes, and everybody goes, all right, all's forgiven. If, oh. t- if Big T apologizes, you can't not accept it. I ain't going to be like, during our broadcast last night. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're going to take a break. We got, we'll come back. We've got some, we got a ton of stuff to get into. I, I just – Nothing's going to top that. No, the, the, you, can't, you can't flip the rim off and then – boy, that's just one of those things that while you're watching the game, you don't – because I missed it in a blink. Yeah. He made the three, and it's kind of the kind of thing. You just go, hey, there we go. And then maybe you turn, you take a, a, a bite of the salad that you made for yourself. So this is why you listen to JJ and Alex. This is the kind of analysis you're going to get. And then you look back up and you missed you missed all you missed the you missed yes, you missed it. I wanted to see Colin Sexton flip off the rim. I do that. I do that to the computer all the time when it when it uh peters out. I do the same thing. We've all done it. All right. We'll come back inanimate objects getting flipped off. Although maybe there was a weird fan behind the Oh no. Hoop. No, it was very clear what right. was going on okay. there. Okay. We will take the break. We'll come back when we do. Got tons to talk about today. It's a Friday. We're going to have as much fun as we can. That's our commitment to you. But we've got some questions about Utah when it's when it comes to spring football. And obviously there are the biggest questions that I think we all kind of know. But what are the things that Utah is going to have to deal with here in the spring? What do you want to see get done by the Utes as they get ready for not just spring football, going into camp? We already heard from Coach Scott Whittingham. You're not going to see Cam rising taking any snaps in the spring of any significance. We're keeping that kid under wraps. But we'll come back. We'll talk about those next right here at 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Accessing. When TV and radio collide. Love it. Wow. This is what you get. You're listening to JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars. Don't touch that dial. On 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Well, first of all, we're elated to have him back. He's a just a tremendous leader, tremendous player, uh, a legit, legitimate Heisman candidate in our opinion. And to have him back uh, is you know, just huge for our football team. He's doing very well. You know, everything is it, as it should be, I guess you could say, at this point in time. And, and we expect him to be able to uh, participate fully in spring ball, although he's not going to be involved in any contact, and, and nor would he. Uh, anyways, under any circumstances, but but uh, he'll be out there uh, hopefully every single session and and leading our football team. Coach Kyle Whittingham, Utah Utes, talking about his guy, Cam Rising. He the will South not, the dog. He will. He will not have any contact of any kind. I'm not even letting the other guys look at him. You know, there's always that freshman guy who comes in and he's like, I'm going to prove myself. Oh, this is some, and then some you go, third string defensive right, end trying to make a play. And they're not gonna they're not gonna hit him. Yeah. But they're going a little bit too hard, even in the yep. even the in the vicinity of him. Yep. I'm gonna settle down, kid. Come on. Got a big twelve to win here. Well, let's talk about that. Because uh, obviously as we get a little bit closer, we are you know what's crazy? At this time next month, BYU will be done with. Right. They start next week, right? Yes. Not Monday, but the 29th. Right. So, like, next, what is that? Thursday. 
Friday. No, Wednesday. Oh, crazy. So guess what? Spring football is upon us. Utah starts in a couple weeks. By the way, it is a leap year this year, so we do have a February 29th. That's Thursday. Hey, everybody. Hit the breaking news sounder on that. <laughs> uh, coming By to the you. Way, it's a leap year. Coming to you at the uh, calendar year update desk. <laughs> hey, JD, is uh, did those did those quarter of a days finally catch up to us this year? Why, Alex, they certainly did. <laughs> breaking news from JJ uh, and Alex. It's a leap year. We have a February 29th. Prepare so, for that on Thursday. Is that the Groundhog Day? It is I'm not. Just kidding. That's the second. Now, I will say our old uh, – I only I, I only knew it was a leap year this year because my – our old neighbor in Salt Lake City, she turns 100 on leap year day. But she so loves she's it. 25? Right. She loves it because she's like, I'm 26, you guys. I'm younger than all you suckers <laughs> out here. So, uh, the late happy 100th birthday coming up here in a couple days. So, good for you. Uh, let me see here. Jazz – or no, Jazz. Utes. You heard Kyle Whittingham talking about that. They think he's a Heisman candidate. I always love trying to get that out there. You might as well. I think you're going to hear that more and more because I think that they they do not do their guy a good service if they don't if they don't pop. Why him. why would you not? Yeah, you have to. I Cam told you. Rising has won two Big Twelve uh, sorry, Pac twelve championships. <laughs> I've already in Big Twelve mode. Yeah, you. I'm ready to go for two thousand twenty four. Let's go. I put the Pac twelve to bed and behind me. I'm focused on the now. I'm focused on Big Twelve. I still think in the spirit of keeping consistent. We should still send somebody to Pac-12 Media Day. <laughs> they doing that in L.A.? No, they're going to do it in, uh, in Corvallis. They're going to do it in Cheney, Washington. <laughs> it's a good middle point. It's closer to the Gonzag- It's closer to the Spokane Airport. It's a it's a it's a good middle ground between Pullman and Corvallis. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Can't do it yeah. in Pullman. We'll meet you. In Can't ba- do it in Corvallis. We'll meet you. We'll meet you in Baker City, Oregon. Oh man, I've been there. <laughs> I've been to Baker. Uh, listen, as a guy who had what's to make worse, that- Baker, California, or Baker, Oregon? Oh, come on. Which one? Pick which, your baker. Which one's worse, Ontario, Oregon, or Ontario, California? Because oh! they're all very close to each other. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Don't offend Hans. He's, he's oh, from yeah, the, those are right across the, uh, he's not the border. Fa- he grew up not far from Ontario, yeah. so he might defend Ontario, I will Oregon. say. I will say that uh, I had to drive, I've had to drive through there a million times because of that drive up to Seattle yeah. that I used to make in college. But, yeah, Pac-12 media days, probably not going to happen. If they do, it's just going to be those two teams hanging out. Pretty lonely. So anyway, back to the point, back to the point. The point is a massive question mark that, you know, every team has to figure out it's the quarterback situation. But in the in the Utes case, they don't have that question this year. Last year, we thought they didn't have that question, but they did end up having that. Oh, it was the question. It's the only question. And so in the end, uh, ESPN did this kind of just and I'll ask you to maybe add a couple more other questions you want to see answered, other things you want to see answered here. So will the Utes? actually thrive because cam rising comes back is there enough supporting cast we know how good cam can be is there enough supporting cast obviously if brant keithy is back and healthy that's a massive deal yeah mckay bernard's a proven versatile back he's not your go-to every down run the ball like crazy back no but but he's an excellent receiver out of the backfield he's a playmaker out of the backfield yes you have jalen glover back you signed the Woods kid out of Idaho, who they think is going to contribute and help them. So that's the running back position. Let's go to the receiver position. You obviously start with the tight ends because that's where they're really strong. You've got Brand Keithy, who's – I mean, is, is he even a tight end anymore? I mean, it's like he's not going to put his hand down on the ground, so that's different. But they have a lot of depth there. Um, 
you, you look at what they have. They, they're loaded there. Okay, the so way, they got guys. Before, before proven guys. Before Brant comes back this year, last year was the only year that he, as a Utah Ute, was not an All Conference right. player. He was three time All Pac twelve. So yep. like, guess who was not three time All Pac twelve? Don Kincaid. Right. Right. I mean, like. <laughs> He the, had the, he had the one big great year with when after especially after Keithy went down sure. and all of a sudden now he's one of the best tight ends in the league. Right, I'm not saying he's at least way the better best rookie tight end. Think in the about last year. what think about this is a guy who's already caught almost two thousand yards of tight end passes and he's coming back and he's coming back. Right, and they've got Landon King behind him who was really good last year and Carson Ryan transfers in from UCLA who's who's a Utah kid went to school at American Fork and Tiffy. So they're deep there, and Mike is, they, they, they got they got guys there. Yeah, they're loaded there. Here's what you can't have. Here's what you can't have, because Brent Keithy, massive part of this offense, obviously, and he is a different tight end. He's the more he. I don't know. It's kind of weird too because they're still asking guys to be huge and not like. I don't know. They they still want to be to be big. Oh, as a tight end. Yes. Oh, yeah. You still have to have size. Still got to be. Still got to be big. And he's not. He's undersized for a tight end guy. Six two two thirty. But also, here's what you can't have. I love Brant Keithy, but he cannot lead the team in receptions, and he's done that twice in his career. Mm. I don't like it because that means there's your then, option then of who, throwing then, the football. Then too. who does lead the receptions? I don't next know. Year. Dorian the Singer's the answer. Then Singer has to be the guy. But again. It's not like we've been wowed by transfer portal guys necessarily across the board that have come into the state from even big programs. Dorian Singer, uh, great. How many times did we beg to see Devon Vele get a thousand yards pass, a thousand yards receiving in the last couple of years? Right? We we're like, I think this year's the year that he gets a thousand yards receiving. Will the Utes get a thousand yard receiver? The closest that they've been, I mean, it just doesn't happen very often. I don't know. I don't know why it can't be a priority. How is it not a priority? I know going and getting Dorian Singer is great, but the wide receiver position, I don't want your tight end leading your team in receptions. Is okay. that a bad is that a bad indicator? It should be. You can't uh, have I don't know if he you want your tight end catch. If it's Brant Keithy, then I think it's probably a good thing because he's essentially a receiver anyway. Uh and I, I will add though that if it's there's Dennis some other... Pitta, maybe, yeah. I mean there's there's okay. certain guys. Okay, there, right? well. See, it worked for BYU right. in, in a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other guys. Money Parks is a proven receiver. He's the deep threat. He's not going to get the volume that these other guys are, but he's going to come up with big plays. Manier McLean broke out last year. He's back and and should be healthy. Micah Pittman, who we didn't get to see enough of last year, who also got hurt, he's back. I, I think they're better at receiver than people think. I think the weapons are there, and this is why Utah's going to be the favorite to win the Big 12. We haven't even talked about the defense. We're focusing on offense right now. Because I think we know. Because that is the question. Right. The one thing we haven't talked about. O-line? Yeah. That's that. You you asked me, what what do I think is the concern here? That's my concern. Well. Because you lose a lot of dudes there. Keaton Bills is going to the NFL. Yeah. Satawa Lame is going to the NFL. Uh, You saw the line they had in the bowl game. That wasn't great. So it's got to be better next year, and I, I, you know, we'll see how that develops. And spring's gonna be really important for that group. You got to know you have an offensive line. If you're gonna have a quarterback coming back, that's gonna be a Heisman Trophy candidate. That's a proven guy. That's a two-time conference champ, and is arguably the best quarterback you've had in your program's history. 
at least by what he's accomplished as far as championships go. It's tough to top. You can make your arguments with Alex Smith, Brian Johnson, Tyler Huntley, Scott Mitchell, but who's won two Pac-12, who's won two Power 5 championships? It's him and nobody else. So uh, you've got to protect him is my point. You've got to be able to protect him. You've got to be able to open up lanes for the running game, and you've got to give him, a t- him time to find all these guys we just mentioned because the weapons are there. The guys are there. This offense is built to be successful if the offensive line comes together and plays better than they did last year. They were not as good as we thought they were last year. They could have been better, which would have helped them out a lot. That group has to be good this year, and that's a big question mark. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. We have our Would You Rather right around the corner. Got a bunch of fun stuff to be able to uh, throw out there. Boy, there's a lot of other teams. I, You know, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about college football. We're going to do more of it at 4 o'clock hour. Matt Brown from Extra Points Newsletter. This is a, Matt, Matt Brown is phenomenal when it comes to uh, covering the business side of NCAA uh, sports. And by the way, there is quite a bit of business going on these days. So we'll chat with Matt about some of the details of the NCAA football game is coming out. Some of the NIL comments that Nick Saban made. Save it for retirement. He did. Did an interview. Got it all out there. Got to say his piece about it. But we'll talk about it in uh, so many more uh, things with Matt as well. That's coming up at the 4 o'clock hour. Next is our Would You Rather. By the way, you can nominate the youth sports volunteer that you know for the Hercules Hero of the Week. You've been hearing us harping on this because it is a really cool program that Hercules Credit Union is sponsoring on our program. Submit your nomination of a, of a youth sports volunteer in your area. It could be an amazing coach. could be an awesome assistant. could be a really uh, a, a phenomenal team mom. I think we've all had that team mom that takes care of everything that you don't have to think about for you nominate that person today submit that nomination at kslsports.com slash contest that's kslsports.com slash contest and we'll uh announce a winner every thursday on our program courtesy of the folks at hercules credit union and they also get a little gift card action with that as well so we'll take the break we'll come back more to go around the corner 97.5 the ksl sports zone.com listen everybody real life hypotheticals to get your brain churning as JJ and Alex ask, would you rather? What? Oh, you can't laugh like that because if it's in, because you only laugh like that at inappropriate stuff. No, I don't. Which means that we can't you didn't do anything share inappropriate. It. You can't share it on the air, which I'm mad about. I just love how casual you were in opening this segment and slowly I wanted moving. The, I didn't want the... And slowly putting your headphones on. I didn't on want the headphones... While the music played. Hey, I didn't look. We're I didn't, already done with this segment. It's over. We've run out of time. I heard the... I heard the... Uh, I heard the thing. I heard the imaging. <laughs> I was in here. Here's the problem. I just didn't want there to be a, a bunch of loud uh, headphone sounds. Next to the microphone. That's why I put it on very carefully. All right. Jeremy's running the board right now thinking, well, that's my job. Well, I didn't know if it was on or not at that point. I didn't want it to be clankety. You All were right? smooth. You were smooth. <laughs> very smooth. You were like. But listen, if there's something I'm good at. You were like the sloth on. Listen, I've snuck out of my kids' rooms when I just get them to sleep and so many times. I am like very stealth. All right. Isn't that the worst? Have you ever done that? Nothing more embarrassing and nothing more humbling than the moment where 
you get a kid to sleep after like they finally go to sleep and then you're I go on my hands and knees and I crawl out of the room and I'm like we've hit a new low I've done that multiple you, times. You were like the sloth on Zootopia for I all am, you parents yes. out there that, whose kids made you watch that movie. I am. That's who you just were. I know. Well, with the headphones, I know. We were waiting for you to start the segment. And oh, you were stop like, it. In slow <laughs> motion. Hey, speaking of uh, injuries that people could come back from, does Aaron Rodgers play next year? Or are they going to come back and go, actually, he's really old and having an injury like that at that age, um, he's still got another couple of years. <laughs> they will roll him out in a wheelchair. He'll be speeding around in a jazzy. Yeah. They'll do whatever they can to get him out on the field next year because the Jets put all their chips in on Aaron Rodgers in every way. Is Mike White still available? <laughs> Mike White. Bring him out. All right. Uh, it's our Would You Rather. It's a Friday edition of Would You Rather. Okay. Let me see here. Would you rather play the same sport as your famous parent or just be so-so and thr- uh, uh, and be so-so, or just thrive in a non-sports career. So, I think I'm assuming we're talking about Charlie uh, Charlie Woods, Bronny as well. So here's the thing: Michael Jordan Jr. I don't want to have to make the joke about uh, the best scores that he's had after is now that he's dating Scottie Pippen's wife, ex-wife. So weird. <laughs> okay. I don't know how that got on the show, but yeah, that is crazy. Hey, put that on the bingo card, all right? Dang. So, in the end, that when you have the GOAT, like Tom Brady's son is not going to be a good quarterback. That's just the way it works. It's not going to happen. Just go be a stockbroker. <laughs> just, just don't. You're not going to be able to match go, it. Just go you, be a stockbroker. You'd be better at being a supermodel like your mom. Go right? Or go use your trust fund to go live a great life. I don't uh, know. All right. You trust fund. So would you rather play the same sport as your famous parent, but really not be like never get to their point, not even be maybe even a, a make a career out of it, or be really good at a non-sports career like hedge fund managing, like Look, you were talking about with uh, hedge Tom fund Brady's managing, kid, yeah, Tom Brady's kid, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd rather roll the dice and 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 be be you know try to match what my dad did. Uh, there are some advantages to having a father that has oh, yeah. done it because you get to learn everything they've done in a very intimate way. Uh, you But you put the caveat there, just be so-so. That would be the hard part. And that's kind of the dice you're rolling there is it's so hard to match. I, but, but, you know, look at LeBron James. I mean, how is Bronny James ever going to be able to live up to that? Hype? Yeah. You're saying with the Tiger Woods son, my goodness. But let's look. There's some, there's some great examples out there of sons who topped what their fathers did. Peyton Manning over Archie. Um, Steph Curry over Dell. Yeah. Barry Bonds over Bobby Bonds. These, the Griffies. Tom Clay Brady. Tom, Clay Thompson yeah. over his dad, Michael Thompson, who won an NBA title. Tom Brady won't be topped by his son. Okay. That's I, I mean, LeBron. LeBron's I kid is not going to top throw him. A, throw an out pattern. So we were just watching. Uh, we don't know that. We were just watching some preseason baseball. The Dodgers are playing the, uh, the pads, the Padres. And. They showed Tony Gwynn Jr. up in the booth, yeah. right? And his late father, of course, is the great Tony Gwynn, who was one of the guys that I idolized growing up. Loved watching Tony Gwynn play baseball. It's amazing. But Tony Gwynn Jr., I know it's a shock, was not able to almost hit 400 in a season. Now, he did get to the uh, – he, he, was, he was drafted, and he in, – in 2006, he, he kind of, you know – Cup of coffee in the le- in in the in Major League Baseball, played for the Brewers a little bit, played for the the Padres for a minute, 
and play for the Dodgers for a minute um, and for the Phillies, all over the place. But you don't talk about Tony Gwynn Jr. because he was not as good as his dad. And that happens, right? So, boy, when you say so-so, Jeremy, what's so-so mean? So if you're if you're uh think about it though even if you are to be able to even if you don't match what your dad did yeah, or your Charlie mom was, depending Charlie on your perspective Charlie was only here. wins only wins 5 majors instead of 14 <laughs> that's more than so so <laughs> but even even to just you know how hard it is to become a professional athlete let's say if you're number 10 on the um, NBA team and your dad was Michael Jordan oh no i'd take that for sure that's not so so that's elite okay g league two way oh, contract okay you're still so a professional that, player. Yeah, but that, but that's a difference. You have no, it's so hard to make that level. Even the G League is hard. It's when you go to Europe, right? Yeah, the money's better in Europe. Uh, okay, phenomenal collegiate player, and you don't even get drafted, and you never even get invited to a camp when your dad's. Michael you were Jordan. still a phenomenal college player. Okay, see what I'm saying? Like the the the. It's such a privilege, and you could go sell insurance easy. You could go sh- sell insurance easy. Any, look. Car after de- being insert car dealership, yes. After being <laughs> after being an athlete at college, come on. Not to go. disparage any insurance agents out there. To be the best, it's not that easy. But to have a common job and a common career, you know, a lot of people do that. Yeah. To do something that's uh, remarkable, you're going to have to roll the dice and bet on yourself, and that can be hard to do. And a lot of these kids of, of famous athletes, they do have to deal with that. But there's also some advantages to that as well. And if they work just if they work their tails off and earn it, then they can take advantage of those benefits. Each, I would roll the dice. I would I would want to be even if it's the yeah, so so. I got you. I'm going with that because yeah. think of the just think of the opportunities. Even though all the haters are gonna be like you aren't as good as your dad, you still had those great experiences of your own. I'm dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. I think I'm doing okay. That's winning. <laughs> oh boy, what a weird what a weird dynamic. That is weird. Every Wednesday on the KSL Sports Zone, we give away tickets. We call it a win ticket Wednesday. So there you go. Listen all day next week. Oh, this is when we find out what the tickets are. I always love these on a Friday. Because then I get to hear Jeremiah rip this artist or. <laughs> Sorry. I got to stop doing that. I got to stop. You can't rip this cat. Who, who, who are you going to throw out there? You can win tickets next week to see Santana. Legend. At Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater. Incredibly gifted musician and guitarist. It's, there you go. That's a legend. That's that's cool. Got to play uh, – who's the Matchbox 20 guy? Got not to, not got a to, legend. Got to play right alongside with uh, Rob Thomas. All right? Don't get me started on Matchbox 20. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> Win tickets to see Santana next week, courtesy of the KSL Sports Zone. We'll take that break. We'll come back. We've got more to go around the corner. We're going to talk with Matt Brown of Extra Points Newsletter, give us some thoughts on uh, the co- the college business that is now college football, college basketball, and the NIL. Stay with us, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.